Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Girls These Days. I'm Brenna. I'm Lindsay. And we're your hosts for today. Thanks everyone for tuning in. We have an episode today filled with just a mishmash of topics and things that have been on our minds. And so we're just going to be a little all over the place. Yeah, just kind of jumping around. And first, I have some things that I need to speak on. <laughs> I'm scared. Lindsay looks really There's serious. There's two things. The first one is I follow on Instagram some like home accounts. Yeah. Like home design and renovation or whatever. So I'll get some of that on my explore page as well or recommended posts. And lately, I have been noticing... They'll do like 10 pictures in a row of like our best kitchens or whatever. And the first picture is an AI picture. Oh. And you almost wouldn't notice unless like if you just scroll past it. But if you like look in the caption, they always credit like where each picture is from. And it will say like, number one, blah, 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 AI. Like, what is the point of that? (laughs) It's making me so infuriated because it's like, is the point of this account not to like give people inspo for how they want to decorate their homes or design their custom builds or whatever? And it's like, you're literally showing a fake made up picture. Yeah. Doesn't that seem weird to you? No, it does. And also I've heard on TikTok that AI like rips off a bunch of artists. Oh, I don't doubt it. Yeah. So it's like, It's almost a little unethical, probably. Yeah. And it is making me mad. Is it because you feel like you've been duped? Yeah. You're like, oh, I thought that was real. I've been duped and swindled. (laughs) And it just doesn't make sense to me because it's like, can you not just show a picture of something that you actually did? Yeah. Or like real inspo. Yeah. It just seems like so weird to me. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's been really getting under my skin. Well, I just don't like AI in general. Yeah, me either. Chat GPT scares me. Yeah. I don't care what your husband looked like in the 1930s. <laughs> Have you seen that? Those filters on TikTok? Well, I saw the the school photo one that everyone was doing. Yeah. Well, it was now, like, let's see how I would have looked in the 90s. I'm like, but yeah. no one cares, though. Well, right now it's like the 70s and the 30s are oh. like, I literally will scroll past three in a row. I'm like, can I block a filter? Oh, can I, I do wish. That? I wish. Because I've had enough. Nobody cares if you would have thought your husband was hot in the 70s. I mean, I'd probably do the filter just for my own, just to see. And then, I, but I wouldn't post it. Right. Be like, seeing what I looked like in 1930. Yeah. I just no like, one I cares. literally don't care. Yeah. Anyway. No, AI really freaks me out. It's really, Like yeah. nothing is real anymore. Yeah. The vibes are off. I see so many um, pictures pop up of um, fake photos made of like, uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. Like AI photos like that are so obviously like fake. Yeah. That, uh, anyway, and people are like, oh, my gosh, love them. They're so cute. I'm like, bro, this I is know. so not even a real photo. I know. OK, do you have anything you want to share? Do you want me to move to my next item of business? Go ahead. You seem like you want to just. It doesn't matter. Go ahead and do your second item of business. I think you have more items than I do. Well, so I have read the. Akatar series, A Court of Thorns and Roses. Oh. And I kind of am on the fence about whether I should read the Throne of Glass series next or the Crescent City series next. 
you probably don't know, but for the girlies who know, Throne of Glass is like a completed series. I think it's like 10 books and Crescent City, the third one is coming out soon. And I've heard some people say to read Crescent City first before Throne of Glass. So I don't really know. I'm on the fence about that. But anyway, on the topic of books, I've also been seeing on my TikTok and like on my For You page that these girls are posting like that they can't stand these, they're calling them fast fashion books and books that are just like written based on the tropes and not for the plot. And I don't know, basically just like ragging on like cheesy romance books and saying that they're like, they're written like fan fiction. Like they're so poorly written. It's like the bare minimum. And it's like, it's ruining the standard of like the literary world and whatever. Hmm. And it's like, I understand what they're saying to an extent, but I'm like, can you just let the dumb girls read and enjoy themselves? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Not all of us want to read like classics and contemporary. I don't even know what contemporary means. You know what I mean? Not all of us want to read books for smart people that have lots of big words in them and lots of like underlying meanings yeah, and lots of metaphors motifs. and foreshadowing and blah 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 yeah like some of us just like cheesy romance books yeah I don't know it's making me very frustrated <laughs> because it's it's just so like holier than thou in my opinion <laughs> like that mindset and I like to an extent I under I can understand what they're saying not all of us are reading to be smarter that's true some of us are just reading for funsies yeah and to be entertained. It's like, it's almost like, um, like cheesy, like Hallmark and Lifetime movies. Yeah. Like just let people, if it makes people happy, like it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Even if the plot's the same in like all of them. <laughs> yeah. It made me so mad. And then all the comments were people just like, oh my gosh, like literally I can't stand when people say they like X, Y, and Z authors and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I like all those authors books. Well, a book is a book. I don't know. There's different genres. Yeah. And they're acting like it's like a new thing. I'm like, cheesy romance books have been around forever. Oh, yeah. They just really thought they ate. Like, they thought they were doing something. <laughs> like, putting us dumb reading girls on blast. Oh. And it's like, just let us live. Yeah. Especially among my friends who read, it's like, they all know that I'll give, like, everything five stars. <laughs> I'm like oh it made me giggle five stars like I'm not very critical when it comes to like rating these books on Goodreads yeah if I say I loved it that doesn't equate to it was very very good and well written right just because I enjoyed it doesn't mean that it was like a great literary masterpiece yeah but that's okay it's still five stars in my book in your book <laughs> well I also can't really I can't talk because I still think Twilight was such a good book. I think it is a good book. It's so good. So if anyone slammed on Twilight, I'd be mad. Yeah. Well, well, it almost just feels like a little bit. Is there a little bit of internalized misogyny in there? Like, can we just let girls enjoy things like they're like with Twilight? It always has to be like, oh, some dumb vampire book. And it's like, of course, just let like just let us. Yeah. Let us have the things that we like. Yeah. Let us have the Twilight and like pumpkin spice lattes and the stanley cups like if we want to be basic just let us like you don't have to poo poo on everything that yeah basic girls like yeah if you anyway. want to read the smut like yeah. makes you happy it does make me happy <laughs> <gasps>
Yeah. Lindsay's got a <laughs> Lindsay's got a bookcase full of smut at her house. Yeah, full of it. <laughs> and it's always the most unsuspecting covers too. Like I literally just read this one. It was by Lucy's score, I think. It's called Wreck the Halls. Oh yeah, I saw and it's that like at a your little house. Christmas one. Absolutely foul. <laughs> foul and gnarly. Someone's halls got wrecked. Yeah. (laughs) But it's so funny too, because growing up is realizing that you and your mom read the same books. (laughs) Okay. I just had to get those two things off my chest because they have been grating on me. Yeah. Well, on a more positive note, my baby is starting to smile Mm. when she's awake. Yeah. I don't know if this is all newborns, but she's done a lot of smiles and laughs in her sleep. Yeah. Which I think, is that normal for newborns? I think it's newborns? pretty common, yeah. They're just kind of figuring out all their facial muscles yeah. and they'll like smile and then frown immediately. Randomly, yeah. But yeah, she's been having a lot more awake and alert time. She's extremely alert, looks at everything. Yeah. She stares into your soul, really. She loves the ceiling fan. She loves fans, lights, wall art. Yeah. And faces. She yeah. just loves looking at your face and just studying your face. But anyway, she was just before we started recording she was smiling at Lindsay. yeah and it was so cute it just melts your heart and it was like maybe reactive yeah I think it was I think I was making her do it yeah I think think she was happy to see me but yeah it definitely seemed reactive like I was making her giggle yeah no I think you were (laughs) she started to get really like for some reason she gets in a silly goofy mood when I change her now like I lay her down on her changing table and (laughs) she'll be sad sometimes and I'll lay her down and change her and she just is like ah like she's just so happy (laughs) also I forgot to tell you this but um this morning I think when I was rocking her back to sleep after feeding her at like 5 a.m or whatever she did like an actual laugh in her sleep it was like (laughs) And it actually low-key scared me. I was like, is my child possessed? <laughs> she did a, like a child laugh. It was weird. Spooky. Yeah. Anyway, and of course, as soon as I look at her, she's like, has dropped her <laughs> smile and she's all serious again. Yeah. And anyway, but Aww. that was funny. So yeah, she's just Cute continuing girl. to, she's almost seven weeks. Wow. I just can't believe she's, she just seems like a child already and not yeah. just a squishy newborn. But anyway, she's just growing She's growing so fast. Yeah. She literally looks bigger like every time I see her, even if it's just a few days. Yeah, it's true. Um, and then just speaking of speaking of Darla, um, I don't know what it is about Tucson. Maybe it's just that I live in Utah where babies are abundant. A dime a dozen. <laughs> literally. Because not once in Utah have I had someone like come up to me and be like, oh, your baby's so cute. Yeah. But since I've been in Tucson for like the past week I've had five people come up to me at different times and like comment on Darla or try to look at Darla and normally I'd be flattered but they just get like way too close to me and one was like an one was like an older man and he was like I like babies what (laughs) yeah I was at the grocery store with mom and he came up and and I can't remember what he said when he first came up but he was like I'm old enough to have my own grandchild or I think he might have said great grandchild or something and he didn't even look that old and I was like oh (laughs) you know like get away from me um and he was like yeah I like babies and I was like okay well I'm gonna call the police because I you need to get away from me it was weird and we were at the self-checkout and I was waiting for mom so I couldn't really like just like walk away (laughs) but it was weird 
And otherwise, it's usually just like an older lady that walks up and will be like, aw, or whatever. I don't know. I mean, she is a really cute baby. She is for sure. But it's like when she's in, if she's in her car seat and I'm pushing her around the store and I have her sunshade all the way down, I probably don't want you like coming and trying to like like peeking in, tilt your head and look at my baby. I don't know. It's just like time and place people. I don't know. (laughs) Especially it's like flu season. And then me and Lindsay were at the thrift store the other day. And some man walked up and I heard him say, what aisle did you find that in? And I wanted to just like punch him in the face. Like, that's not funny. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like, I still have my, I thought pregnancy made me like super irritable, but I think that's just how I am now. Yeah. I just don't find that stuff funny. I'm like, get out of my face. That's my little rant. I should be like so flattered that people want to see my baby. And I'm always like, "Mm -hmm." and then they walk away and I'm like flipping them off. I'm like, get away from me. Well, I mean, there are a lot of snowbirds around here too, but it's just like, you never know. I feel like, especially with like older people of that generation, like you just never know what they're going to try to like do. Exactly. Because I feel like, and, and not that, not to like speak ill of that generation or anything, but I feel like younger people, it's like, we kind of have better established like boundaries boundaries yeah whereas like I don't know for them it's probably much more normal like you just go up to a stranger's baby and like you know grab their Mm -hmm. hand or something it's just like you never know yeah what they're gonna do or like what they think is like no big deal Mm -hmm. and so yeah I mean I feel like it's probably a normal reaction to just be like just everybody keep your distance because you may have good intentions and you may just want to like take a peek at her, but yeah, I don't know you. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I went to church with my parents on Sunday and there was a lot of people that I knew growing up that wanted to come up and see her, which was super fun. Yeah. Like that was great. There was one person I didn't know that she did come up and immediately like, grabbed her hand and was like rubbing her arm. And I was like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm just like, what if you have what if you have COVID? What if you yeah. have Ebola? Like, yeah. I'm just getting nervous. But but then two little kids came up and they kept their distance. It's like they knew. And that little girl was so cute. She's like, I love your baby. She is so, so sweet. Oh. And I'm like, oh, I don't even know you. Like, thank you. <laughs> Anything else new? No, pretty much everything right now just revolves around Darla. Yeah. So if it's, yeah. All I have to report on is baby stuff. <laughs> oh, she's so cute. She's in her little cloud jammies today. And I love her cloud jams. They're so cute. I know it never gets old. I'll put on a pair of jammies. I'll put a pair of jammies on her that I've put on her many times before. But you zip them up and she yeah. just looks at you with her big dumb yeah, eyes. And I'm like, has, oh, you're just so cute. She she's just eyes. the cutest little bald thing. Yeah, she is. Speaking of babies. Oh, yeah. Um... Our queen, J.C. Marie Smith, is pregnant. Who? She's one of the she's one of the girls on the What We Said podcast, if you listen to that. But she's also, like, one of the OG, like, travel vloggers, travel bloggers. Um, and she and her husband have, like, struggled with infertility. And she put a bunch of vlogs up about it. Um, they're, like, IVF that they did this year they are finally pregnant and I'm like so happy for them I've never been like so happy for a stranger on the internet I know I don't even I don't even listen to their podcast but I follow her on TikTok yeah I followed her for a few months and I'm already like oh my gosh I'm so happy for her I don't even know her yeah well and the vlogs that she posted too like they're just so heartbreaking like it showed a lot of like very like sad and like vulnerable moments because they did have 
one embryo transfer that was unsuccessful and then the second one was successful but so she like showed everything like the whole process and then like her in between and then the other host on the podcast Chelsea is like her best friend and she's she found out she was pregnant like right around the time of JC's first like failed transfer Mm -hmm. and so it was her and then like two other of her friends were all like finding out they were pregnant at the same time and she like talks about how hard that was and like just sad because she's like I really like thought it was gonna work and um but the second one worked and yeah she just announced it oh it just like it's so sweet to watch her vlogs yeah I can't imagine I like I hate getting shots and stuff and so seeing like her TikToks where like every day she has to like get that shot or whatever it was I'm just like oh well there's a lot of different ones too and then there's ones that she had to keep doing until she was like 11 weeks I think oh wow yeah yeah so but I mean she's like she hasn't really shared like exactly how far along she is or like around when she's due, but mm-hmm. um, she's out of the first trimester now. I think she's said she's like feeling a little better and all of that, but yeah, it just like made my week. Yeah, it made my week yeah. and I don't even like follow her as much yeah. as you do. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean for, I wouldn't say I struggled with infertility because it, but it took us about six months. Yeah. Um, to get pregnant and even that seemed so long even though we weren't like we want to get pregnant right this second it's like every time you take a pregnancy test and it's negative even if you were hoping that maybe like even if you weren't trying to get pregnant it's it almost just feels like you're like you're like failing or you're losing or you're I don't know I would tell Austin like when I would get a negative pregnancy test um yeah it just it's like a it makes you feel like you're doing you like your body failed or you lost or yeah. you, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like, it's the worst feeling. And so I yeah. can't imagine going through that for years and years. And I only went through it six months and it was still hard. So yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine, but she has said to like, um, she was like, I knew like, well, they, they put out a podcast episode about it too. Like if, I don't know, you probably should just listen to it if you want the full scoop, but she talked on there a little bit about how she was like, I knew like people would be supportive, like, because most of our listeners and like just the community that I have is like, like you guys are always so supportive. Everyone is so great, but she didn't expect like some of the people that she like connected with, like people whose parents did IVF, like they were an IVF baby basically. And they were commenting and they're like, I never realized like what my parents went through, like to get me here. Like it was just such a refreshing, or it was just such a new perspective for them. And there was like one comment she shared about a girl who's in nursing school. And she's like, I've never really known what I wanted to do, but I feel like after watching this, I just feel like called to like work in fertility and like in a fertility clinic and like specialize in that. And she was kind of doing it, like posting all of that journey, like mostly for people who are like struggling with infertility or going through something similar just so that they know like they're not alone and like see like someone else's experience. But she was like, it just, I feel like it reached such a bigger variety of people than I expected. And it like touched them in different ways. And I was like, that is so like sweet. That is so sweet. Aw. Cause it's like, it really is, I think so much more common than people realize. And I feel like, people are much more 
willing to talk about it more openly now. I feel like it's becoming less of like a taboo thing, like because it is so common and it's like one of those things I feel like kind of with like people being open about like mental illness struggles they have or like things like that where in the past it was like you don't talk about that like that's something to be ashamed of and whatever it's like now it's like that shame is kind of gone and it's just like a thing that you can use to open up to people and connect with other people because like you probably have some kind of shared experience with them Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah well that's so exciting I know I'm so excited for them and that like her and her best friends like well, Chelsea's like her, I think, ultimate like BFF, but they get to like be pregnant at the same time and they like live so close to each other now too. And it's just like, it makes me so happy for them. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if we will ever be pregnant at the same time. Yeah. I don't know. If I ever have another baby. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> it would be fun. We could plan it out. <laughs> yeah. Or try to. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just picturing us like comparing our like ovulation dates. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do we want to talk about the Golden Globes? I think like by now, if you haven't seen the host of the Golden Globes and like how bad he tanked, you should just like Google it because it was yeah. bad. Who even is this guy, by the way? I, don't, I literally don't I've know. Never I heard of him. Don't in my know, life. And I refused to like give google the search count like by looking him up i don't even know i have no idea i've never heard of him before i bet he is he just like a comedian or something i guess or tries to be yeah (laughs) i don't think he could call himself that yeah joe coy is that yeah yeah so basically he just like got up there and was just being a typical sexist male comedian and yeah. it was just bad though too like his delivery because you could tell they had laugh tracks going and you could tell by the people's faces in the audience that they were all like oh Ooh. yes I heard that there were some people even like booing in there that oh. obviously you didn't hear on the actual show but um even at the end it was just like he was scrambling and he's like hey I didn't write all these like and I can tell you the ones you're laughing at those are the ones I wrote like oh, just trying gosh. to like save I don't know it was like really hard to watch but just making like bad remarks about like the Barbie movie and like Taylor Swift and just stuff that was like out of touch. It's yeah. like read the room mm-hmm. because it's like the whole point of the Barbie movie was like feminism and like women can be anything they want and they are more than just they are more than just their appearance. Mm-hmm. And he literally was like, oh, Oppenheimer was about this, this, this and that. And Barbie was about a plastic doll with big boobies. Oh, gosh. Like, that's literally what I said. And it's like, are you being serious? Like, yeah. if I was a man watching that, I would be, like, embarrassed. I know. I would be mortified. Like, I don't want to associate with that. Yeah. It was just painful. Well, was it, didn't it, didn't it show Selena Gomez? Was Selena Gomez the one that just, like, yeah. kind of put her head in her hands and she, just, like, shook her yeah, head? Yeah, she was in the front row or, like, oh. at one of the front tables and she just, like, yeah put her head in her hands and like covered her face and was like could not believe it and then he made a comment about taylor swift um like there's less coverage of her at the golden globes than at the the nfl NFL or whatever and it goes to her and she's literally just like Mm -hmm. deadpan takes a sip of her drink and puts it down yeah it's like (laughs) even ryan gosling like they showed his reaction and he just was like straight face like nobody was giving him any kind of reaction it was just like really bad I don't know who picks 
I don't know who picks the hosts for these things. I don't know why they wouldn't pick somebody like actually funny. Yeah. I Well, I've literally never heard of that guy before, but no. he even had said like, I only found out I was doing this like 10 days ago or something. And that was another thing people were saying. They're like, why does this seem to be a common thing that the hosts only find out like a week before that they're like doing this? Yeah. Is that a common thing? I, I don't know. That's oh. just what I had seen some comments mm-hmm. say, but. I didn't even really watch the Golden Globes, but yeah, I sure... I sure saw that all over TikTok. And then I've been seeing TikToks too where people were like, you know, not like defending him, but trying to be like, well, he's just like trying to make the jokes about things that are relevant, blah, blah, blah. And then it's people who are like literally like how they would have hosted. And they're like, Taylor Swift's in the building, which means the net worth just went up by $300 billion. Like just things like that where it's like you can make jokes Mm -hmm. like regarding people that are relevant without like just making them the punchline Mm -hmm. and like being gross yeah well when did award shows become like comedy shows too like I I feel like it's like I'm like I just I if I was watching like yeah I'd want to be entertained but I didn't come here to listen to your stand-up comedy like I want to know who won I don't know maybe that's just me but I'm not sure I honestly usually don't like watch them I will just kind of see like footage and like pictures of people's outfits and if seeing that certain people won x awards but i usually don't like actually watch them on tv anymore yeah maybe we should host the next ones i was gonna say i feel like we could do a better job hosting no, award show and i don't even like yeah never done stand-up a day in my life there i could list like 10 tiktokers off the top of my head who would be like funnier than that yeah like like who uh not your average fashion blogger <laughs> oh my gosh she would be so I know, funny she's so funny <laughs> or like um brooke and connor you know like fibula and lady efron oh i think i know them they like have a podcast together now oh yes yeah on like cody co's like how about cody thing. co how yeah. about cody co and kelsey yeah oh my gosh <laughs> or just their baby they're their unborn baby maybe born baby I don't know. I think she's due like already or any time. Oh my gosh. I can't wait for that. Yeah. <sighs> another, another more people that we don't actually know, but yeah. love <laughs> <laughs> Cody Co and Kelsey Kreppel. Yeah. Well, we started, I feel like we've been with Cody Co since like the beginning of the vine days. Yes. Do you remember? Yes. We loved his vines. Loved his vines. Do you guys have any Molly? <laughs> <laughs> I love the one where he's like, yo, Perry, pass me my gold iPhone six plus dude. <laughs> or one thing I always say now, I even say it to Austin, I go, What building is this? Oh, yeah. He's like in front of the Sydney Opera House. Our age is really showing here. All the Gen Z ears are going to be like, Chuggy. <laughs> well, you no, can just go suck it because those were the funniest vines. <laughs> no, I stand by it at the time. Like, there was truly nothing better in 2013 than pulling open Vine at the end of the school day and seeing what what new stuff was on there oh i miss vine <laughs> yeah oh. but it's like now it's like it's kind of like old movies to where it's like i like them and they're funny because it's like nostalgic for me yeah it's like if i see a vine that i like hadn't really seen before when it was popular if i like see it now i'm like okay like that's not really funny right but it's like the ones that i thought were funny at the time it's like i still think they're funny because it's like they're just special to me yeah but it's like objectively they're probably not really that funny <laughs> you know it was just like the humor on the internet at the time well, look at that red bird 
red bird oh my gosh it's like a straight up cardinal go cards okay well anyway. this is so random but we've had since we moved into this house that we've been in for 20 years or whatever there's always been a red bird outside there's yeah lots of them oh, i thought it was the same one this whole time no and i was like it's our guardian angel bird <laughs> <laughs> we go red bird yeah, it's there's what? just like red bird. Sometimes probably not likely multiple that, of them. Yeah, probably not likely that it's alive after 20 years. Yeah. Birds probably live <laughs> for like three weeks. <laughs> That's sad. In other news, Gypsy Rose is free. <gasps> Bless her heart. Freedom. Oh, I'm so happy for her. Me to too. Be out. I can't even imagine. I know. Oh. It's just the saddest story. If you're not familiar with the Gypsy Rose Blanchard story there's lots of documentaries about it but basically this girl had her mom had munchausen's by proxy so basically she spent her whole life like making her daughter sick so she could like take care of her and like Mm -hmm. basically gave her all these health issues like convinced her she couldn't walk like she was in a wheelchair she had cancer supposedly like all these things and would just like bounce around from doctor to doctor Mm -hmm. and said that like her um, like hospital records were all lost in like Hurricane Katrina mm-hmm. and that's why there were no like records of any of this stuff that had been done when she was little but she kind of like started to figure it out as like a teenager and she found that like dated this boy online mm-hmm. um, and they kind of like conspired I guess to like kill her yeah. mom yep so I think it was the boyfriend who actually like yeah murdered her yeah but um, they both went to prison Yep. For it. But it's just like Gypsy is like truly the victim. Oh, for in sure. In the situation. Like it yeah. makes me so sad for her. And there's one interview where she, it's like recent and she was talking about how the first day she like got to prison and she like looked around and she was like, I'm free. Like I can do whatever I want. I can, I can walk. I don't have to hide. Like I can talk to people. And it's like, how abused was she that in prison that's when she feels the freest she's ever oh, felt in her gosh, life that breaks my heart I know. yeah yeah I was watching the I actually was watching the documentary on I think it's on HBO Max it came out in 2017 so it was only a couple oh. years after everything had happened yeah but um I didn't know because like I had also watched the show on Hulu called The Act I know you've seen that too which now that I've seen the documentary they did a really, really good job making her look just like Gypsy, even down yeah. to like the outfits she wears, the yeah. voice, like all that. But anyway, what I didn't know was like Dee Dee Blanchard, the mom, like obviously what she did with Gypsy was terrible, but she it sounds like she's always been an absolutely terrible person. Oh, really? Like apparently her, I might be getting this wrong, but I'm pretty sure they were talking about Dee Dee's parents were being interviewed, her dad and stepmom. And they were like, they didn't seem like sad that she had died. Oh. Like they even said how I think they brought up that when Dee Dee's when Dee Dee's birth mom was like dying, they're pretty sure that she had something to do with it. She wasn't feeding her or oh. she wasn't taking care of her or something like oh, that. Oh, that's bad. And there's there was other things too, like she stole money from people. Yeah. She like she's always been like she's literally like a sociopath. Well, and I know she was diagnosed with, like, schizophrenia and bipolar disorder, like, when she was alive. I don't think she obviously got diagnosed with the Munchausen's by proxy until after she was 
past, but so scary. Like she's so, she isolated her from everybody. She like made her think and act that like she was younger than she actually was. And in the, in the act, I remember like watching that and being like, oh my gosh, like she couldn't even like have friends over or anything without her mom just being like watching her like a hawk. Like she had nobody that she could get help from even like the doctors and stuff it's like Mm -hmm. her mom was always in there with her and it's like what's she supposed to say yeah when in the documentary it said how um gypsy was saying how there was one time where the mom found out that she was like chatting with a friend online or she had gone out I can't remember if she was chatting with someone online or she had gone out to meet a friend that she met online or something like that. Yeah. And she said she got home and her mom smashed her computer and said, like, if you do this again, like, I'm going to, like, smash your fingers. Like, I'm going to break your hands or something like that. So, yeah. Like, literally, and it talks about that. It's like the doctors failed her. Like, the whole system failed her. She didn't. She truly felt like she had nowhere to turn, like, nowhere to go. She couldn't leave like where would she go and she was too scared to leave and anyway obviously not condoning murdering someone right but my gosh like I don't know what it's like she was traumatized and abused like Mm -hmm. there's obviously not a lot of critical thinking going on when you're in that situation it's like you're just you're in survival mode you know it's like any kind of abusive relationship you know, yep. it just becomes more and more dangerous until you're like backed into a corner and you feel like you don't have another choice. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So freaking sad, but. But she's like, she's so sweet, like watching her interviews. Like she's still like, she just seems like so happy. She's married now to a guy that she, who like wrote her when she was in prison. Yeah. And. Yeah, she served eight years. I don't know if we said that. Eight years out of her 10-year sentence. And... The boyfriend, I think, is in prison for life, right? Because he actually know. he actually killed her. Did the murder, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I haven't followed up on his stuff, but... But even he had mental illness. I think he also yeah. had autism. Like, they yeah. both were just... Really, really sad yeah. situation. But um, she is like the talk of the internet right now yeah and i think she went on nick vial vial oh really vial's podcast oh vial vial files i yeah. don't even know how you say his last name me neither from the bachelor yeah nick vial. i think it's vial nick vial whatever she went on his podcast i just saw a snippet of it on tiktok and i'm sure she is like everyone wants to get her I was gonna I've say seen, how did they get her so quick? I don't know I but I've seen um people want her on call her daddy people want her to interview with Theo Vaughn <laughs> do you oh know that yes I yeah. do oh my gosh <laughs> which I don't know how that would go but <laughs> maybe we should try to get her on our podcast yeah, that'd be she so could sick. come record in our yeah. bedroom <laughs> yeah like hey come to tucson arizona she'll be like where (laughs) we have almost 200 followers on insta (laughs) yeah no but i'm so happy for her i'm like i'm so happy that like she just gets to live her life now for the first time like ever truly free and just like get to explore like i don't know 
everything that every opportunity that is open to her yeah I'm so excited for her me too I wonder if she'll make an insta does she have an insta I think she made a tiktok oh my gosh wait yeah but she shared like I saw her like first selfie that she posted and stuff and I I hope she does like a tell-all I mean I think there's not much that she hasn't told really like she seems to have been very open about everything and like every interview and documentary that she's done but she does have an Instagram and she's verified oh not surprised yeah yeah Gypsy Rose Blanchard Anderson her bio says Munchausen syndrome by proxy advocate Oh, oh my gosh how many followers does she have? She got 8 million. <gasps> Queen. Oh I'm gosh. not even surprised, honestly. But that is a higher number that I was expecting. Here's a picture of her and her husband. Oh, Aww. Precious. Good for her. I'm so happy for her. Aww. I hope, well, maybe she's talked about this. I, I mean, I hope she doesn't, but I wonder if she has any, like, lingering health issues from all of the stuff oh yeah all of the damage that her mom did yeah I don't know because I think she had one surgery was she had her salivary glands removed oh yeah um she had a feeding tube for a long time yeah I mean she doesn't really seem to have any like outward physical disabilities yeah no she seems good she seems pretty like independent and functional yeah which is great yeah Mm. Gypsy, we love you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was our first little just kind of, I don't know, what would you call it episode where it's just a bunch uh, of... Grab bag. Oh, <laughs> grab bag? Isn't that what... I guess I don't really know what a grab bag is. It's like a goodie bag. Uh, right? Just full of a bunch of little things, different things, right? Okay. Um, I don't know. I was going to say... I thought they were called like jackpot episodes or something. I think I just made that up. Kinder Egg? Wonder Ball? Kinder Bueno? Wonder Ball episode. We should call it that. What's in a Wonder Ball? Do you remember that? No. You don't remember the commercial? Uh uh. Maybe. Do you remember Wonder Balls? Oh, yeah. Oh, and then you eat the chocolate ball. Yeah. Oh, we get them in the grocery store checkout. So good. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's really all we have for you. Just kind of like a catch up slash chit chat slash jibber jabber, jibber jabber, <laughs> like the jabber jays we are. <laughs> Bunch of jabber jays. Oh, that's on my, that's on my reading list for this year. I want to reread the Hunger Games books. Oh yeah. And then read the new one, the Ballad of the Snakes and Songbirds, Songbirds and Snakes. I don't know. And then watch all the movies. Mm. I should look for those while I'm here. The books. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I we think, have them yeah, somewhere. Mom has them somewhere. Yeah. Okay, cool. Do you want to, should we tandem read them <laughs> together? I don't know if I can commit to that. That's okay. I'll probably read them all in one day. And then you can just give us a summary. Yeah. yeah or give yeah. us a report back. Right. We'll see if I can finally be switched from Team Gale to Team Peter. Oh. <laughs> have I talked about that on yeah, here? Yeah. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Only because Liam Hemsworth is hotter. <laughs> It's true. Okay, well, we'll see how I do with my fully formed adult brain reading them again. <laughs> Team pita bread. We'll see if I can still justify it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, this was fun. Thank yeah. you guys so much for listening. Thanks for being here. We'll have a more structured topic episode for you next week. Yes. Um, but yeah, just enjoy our little gossip sesh and 
If you haven't followed us yet on Instagram, you can follow us there at girls these days podcast. You can share our post to your story or share the podcast link to your stories. That's a really, really great way to grow the podcast and you can subscribe, rate us, review us, all of the above. But thanks for being here and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.